The upcoming presentation is a two-man power trip of wrestling podcast production. to the business of the business podcast i am your co-host jp john Paz from the two-man power trip of wrestling and of course each and every week i am joined here by my co-host mr trump mania himself lavi marlin lavi how you doing today sir i'm doing great i'm excited about today's show i'm probably the world's biggest pro wrestling distribution nerd i don't know if you know anyone has labeled themselves as such before but if there is that label i'm it i know a lot of our listeners are passionate about the same thing so really excited to get going and of course joining us today for a huge episode number 13 here is the men behind markout media we have Corey Demeyers, co-founder and, of course, president. And then we have pr- producer, director, Jet Jansen. How are you guys doing today? Very good. Hello. Thank you for having us. Doing good, brother. Thank you so much. Pleasure to have you guys. And you guys have kind of been on the uh, the brink of big-time news lately as Markout Media has been a big distribution partner for pro wrestling and MMA and combat sports, really. So uh, maybe I'll start with uh, Corey. Just kind of tell us a little bit about yourself and then a little bit about Markout. Uh, yes, sir. Absolutely. So um, I've been in the entertainment business for uh, a little over 10 years now. Um, I'm an ex-professional athlete. I was a parkour and free running athlete, traveled the world competing in Red Bull events uh, for many, many years. So um, I definitely have a connection to sports that are fast-paced and hard-hitting. Um been a stuntman, uh, producer, director of documentary style footage for a long time. And a few years ago, Jet and I, uh, along with one of our friends, wanted to start doing more projects together. And we were trying to figure out something that we all had in common. And uh, the common thread was professional wrestling. So we, we uh, ventured down the professional wrestling rabbit hole. Um, and that kind of led us to what we're going to talk about today. But two years later, um, we have uh, established a great relationship with Pluto TV and have been able to start delivering professional wrestling and combat sports um, media to them. And how about you, Jet? Tell us a little bit about yourself and what you got going on. Uh, well, you know, I actually I started, I started um, in the business as a professional wrestler and then got into um, producing, directing, and writing. Been doing that in Los Angeles for a little over 10 years. Um, and when the opportunity came up to work with Corey, who's, who's being modest, he's a Taurus award-winning stuntman. He's one of the best to ever do it. Um, I was excited to work on a project with him. We both are, feel very passionate about wrestling and we're pretty much friends with everybody in the business and decided to give this, uh, this opportunity with Pluto a shot. It took about two years, but we're really happy from uh, the response from the fans about it. Now, 
Markout Media, it's basically focused on libraries, representing them for premium placement, digital stream, uh, streaming, and even TV space. So, Corey, are you guys more going towards streaming right now? Because I saw something um, online where it said a little bit about TV and regional uh, TV and sports and stuff. Is it much more of the streaming or what's the, the main focus? Uh, currently, we're working on our streaming platforms, uh, and we want to move into continuing <clears throat> to grow our distribution for our partners in the television space. Uh, as you guys know, Pluto TV is a huge platform and currently has over 40 million monthly viewers. Um, so they have a huge, huge base um, that is watching their platform. Uh, and that's kind of what we launched our company into the Pluto space. Um, and then we're going to continue to grow our relationships and distribute this content elsewhere. Um, but we do think that it's an important market for professional wrestling and, and independent wrestling promotions, regional as well. Um, so that's our current focus right now. Uh, and, and again, like we had said, <clears throat> I mean, it's been two years of grinding and um, in order to make this relationship work with Pluto, um, not so much on the um, partner side of it with these promotions, but really with Pluto directly because from the time we started speaking with them uh, and they were an independently owned company, they were purchased by Viacom, which was then purchased by CBS. So um, CBS Viacom is now the parent company of Pluto TV. So you could only imagine how our deal shifted and our negotiation shifted every time they were bought. So it was really great things for them and great things for us. But every time uh, we were getting somewhere in that conversation. Uh, Pluto was purchased by a bigger company, and then that company was purchased by a bigger company. So that's really what our biggest roadblocks were over the last two years with this uh, this relationship that we've built. Now, Jet, as far as Markout Media is concerned, are you more of a pro wrestling guy, more of a combat sports guy? Where do your kind of loyalties lie? I'm more I'm more with the pro wrestling. Um, that that was kind of my my goal. I wanted to hand pick the content that went on there. I wanted to cherry pick my my favorite things um uh you know I, I i still i still wrestle to this day i'm very very close to, to the business um it, professional wrestling uh means a lot to me so i wanted to make sure that the shows that went in there were were kind of cherry picked we want a lot of cool stuff and a variety of stuff you notice there's everything from the tiger mask animated cartoon to broken skull ranch to the original glow from the 80s you know it's, it's, it's wild <laughs> Cool stuff. Now, I know Lavi's kind of chomping at the bit. He's got so many questions for you guys. So, Lavi, I'm going to turn it over to you. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> I'm very excited, as I mentioned. It's a pleasure. So, um, as you were talking about the content on the Pro Wrestling channel, from what I understand, Andrew Montanez is the Senior Programming Manager of Pluto, who I'd imagine you interact with directly. Are you solely responsible for programming and delivering ch uh, content for that channel, or do they work with other partners? Uh, currently, yeah, currently Andrew is working with other partners, um, but it is it is on a freeze uh, in a sense. Um, they're always taking in new partners. But the thing with Pluto currently and our relationship is that they don't want to manage 100 regional uh, partnerships, right? Um, it's, it's very hard for them to do business with 100 different promotions. Um, so what's been working for them is a curated selection of content, um, which we've been able to fill that that hole for them uh, and we can manage all the relationships and they're managing one or two. Um, as far as the programming on the channel currently, uh, our company Markout Media is representing a large portion of that content, uh, but some of it is actually owned by CBS Viacom. 
the parent company of Pluto TV, uh, and it is in the archive. So Andrew's been digging through those archives. Um, you know, although in, in one sense, it's somewhat competitive, uh, you know, because that takes away market share from us on the channel. Uh, Jet has been consulting with Andrew to help find content that's deep in those archives of the CVS Viacom library and make sure that the best content is coming to the forefront and things that the fans are going to like, but also as Jet mentioned, the variety of it. Um, so we've been consulting with Andrew so that way Viacom can put their best foot forward uh, with this channel as well as delivering content from our partners that we're currently working with. Um, you know, we, we really do want what's best for the channel and what's best for the community, which is why we're open to helping them um, find the proper content that, that they already own. You know, that, that benefits us because it essentially, uh, in a merchandising sense, it puts us next to other great content, right? It puts our partner's content next to other great content that's been established and that people love. Um, although it's not a direct benefit to us financially or to our partners financially, it still helps grow the channel and bring viewership in. No, that sounds like a win-win. And to go through archives that includes pro wrestling related content sounds like, uh, you know, uh, hard work, but a lot of, a lot of fun, a dream for many of our listeners, I'm sure. So one of the things that we found, um, you know, having done this show is that we have um, a fair amount of listeners that are in the business. So for example, when we uh, spoke to one of the new owners of OVW, Ohio Valley Wrestling. He said, oh, you know, I, I listened to you guys when I went to learn about the television landscape. I found your show and I'm a regular listener. So for uh, people in that niche, in that industry, um, if they're interested in distributing their content, um, I know they can go to your website, but sort of can you walk through the process, what it's like to be considered and what ultimately might happen? Yeah, um, I, I don't mind leading this off, and then Jet, you can chime in at any time because uh, you've yeah. been a very big part of this as well. But on the base level, um, listeners can submit their content through our website. Uh, but what it does is it goes through several levels of quality control. Um, we know we know we have a lot of regional things on the platform, and and everybody wants to see their local shows or wants to see local shows that they're not able. Uh, to see from their region, right? If I live in California, it's really hard for me to get out and see a nice regional show in uh, New England um, outside of, you know, a company like Beyond. Um, but what we do is we scan that we scan that content to make sure that it is up to par for distribution on Pluto's platform. Um, and there's a lot of markers that we look for. Uh, Jet is very dialed in the wrestling community. So he goes through that content to make sure it's, it's, it's matches that people want to see, right? Um, we do want to give people a spotlight, but uh, I guess, yeah. Do you want to speak on that as far yeah. as, as far as what you're looking for specifically in the content? Yeah, definitely. I mean, we're either looking for rare stuff. You know what I mean? If you got anything with Greg Gagne and Vern Gagne, I'll take it. You're right. I'll, I want anything rare or with uh, some, some, obviously some cool names, or if you have really interesting match quality, if there's no name guys, but they're going really hard and that's, you know, uh, like some of the newer, fresher faces, you know, like a Chris Bay or something like that. Some of the newer, newer cats and the matches dope. We'll, we'll definitely take a look at it. Obviously, we need to make sure that the image quality is up to Pluto standards and whatnot. Um, but we're either looking for something rare, uh, something with with some names or really good match quality, or which we've been dabbling with as well, just things that have re like a wrestling themed stuff. You know, if you have a uh, uh, interview show that's that's um, shot really nice. We could take a look at that and see if it'll if we could get that to work. If there's, 
you know, a, a movie or a sitcom or a game show, anything that's uh, wrestling related. You know, like we have, like I said, we have Broken Skull Ranch on there. Yeah, a <laughs> yes, exactly. Documentaries. If you have interesting uh, wrestling themed products that are shot well, we'll take a look at that. Outside of that, we like rarity names or just really, really good match uh, quality. And 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 honestly, I, I, if I don't, if I can chime in, uh, consistency. You know, I mean, we're definitely yep. we're definitely interested in one off content. Um, but a level of consistency. You know, Pluto TV is owned by CBS Viacom uh, uh, and. And they are a television and broadcast company. So one thing that is important is refreshing the content. You know, we can't just deliver 140 hours of content and expect that to play for the next year because the viewership's going to get bored. Um, so part of what we're doing is delivering content on a quarterly basis. Um, so shows that have consistency in their production, not just not just a level of production value, but if you're putting out a weekly show or a monthly show. Um, that right there is a gold star when it comes to our checklists on whether or not we want to bring them in and try them out on the platform uh, because we do have to refresh that content quarterly. So if you're consistently putting out content, that's very important. And I know right now uh, in current times, that's hard. Uh, but mm. one thing that we have been seeing is promotion shifting to do um, you know, uh, warehouse shows with, without an audience. They're continuing to put out that content. So um that that does help you know right sure um so um an interesting thing about pro wrestling is that um you know traditionally it's it's a bit behind on sort of um mainstream values if, if i'm putting that right like me 100 percent. yep uh, so like for example as as any listener of this show knows i'm doing a, a, a rewatch of uswa 1990 on amazon prime and when i'm watching it in the same room with my wife i'm kind of cringing sometimes like making it lower when they keep saying something like dirty white boy you know which is a wrestler name or wrestler tag teams or some of the sexist material do you have um i can you work out with like a content provider to like trim and edit content so that it's more appropriate for a platform if there's a lot of good content that makes it worthwhile so uh you know that 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 obviously depends on how good the quality is me me and corey you know we run a lot of you know, productions as well we have our own production companies we've been able to help other fight promotions with coming in and producing their shows whether in production pre-production or post-production for instance we came in and helped uh, high rollers jujitsu with some of their uh production and post-production needs so if it's worthwhile and, and, it, and it's it's a good deal to have enough hours it's amazing stuff we can go in there and clean some of their stuff up great and um do you foresee a day as your relationship grows with pluto that you sort of have um either ongoing or one-off events that are sort of pluto pro wrestling yes Ab absolutely uh and when we also have opportunities to do that 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 sort of original content with our existing partners and future partners through Pluto. You know, um, Pluto's a growing company. They, they sold the company for several million dollars a few years ago, which is why uh, I had stated earlier that our relationship, uh, our relationship was always great, but took a lot longer to finalize uh, because of all the changes in management. Um, but, you know, early on, Pluto did do some original programming. Um, and, and who knows, you know, there's whispers of possibly doing certain uh, original programming down the line. Um, but they're fo so focused on giving their clients the spotlight um, that we don't know what a timeline would look like for an original event. What we do know is they are willing to partner and continue to help 
promote some of our partners. So whether that means, uh, you know, Pluto TV uh, logos at events that are regional or grassroots, or even with beyond putting something uh, in the ring um, and, and using that to, to not only put over Pluto's platform, but uh, doing a shared marketing relationship where they would then help give partners, you know, and I'm just using beyond as an example, but such as beyond additional marketing on their platform in exchange for Pluto TV logos somewhere on their broadcasts. Um, so they're, they're interested in bolstering the sport and giving it the marketing it deserves to continue to blow up that channel. Um, but, uh, we have talked about doing exclusive live events with partners, uh, or, or doing, uh, you know, monthly live streams with partners on that platform. So I think that's how Pluto would get involved at this point, um, for, for what we could call a quote unquote original content. But right now, right. I don't think Pluto would do their own wrestling show just yet, um, because they Correct. really do want to help their partners grow. Yeah, and then there is, and there are instances where some some of the our partners might want to do some exclusive shows for Pluto as well. Um, but that that's about as far as original content would go. It'd be yeah. you know, right? If, if and, like and, if like Defy wants to do an exclusive Pluto show, yeah, and Pluto is very open to doing exclusive exclusive events and exclusive shows with pre existing partners. Um, and I guess that being said, one, one, one important notation, uh, because some of the press releases went crazy that first day and we were, you know, Jet and I are kind of behind the scenes with Markout Media uh, and we didn't do a press release. You know, we, uh, it took us about a week to do one with Pluto. Um, but the relationship is Markout Media with Pluto TV. And, and as the distributor, we are representing content such as that on IDW or IWTV, uh, as beyond and women's wrestling revolution. Uh, we have a relationship with Defy, with wrestle days, um, you know, uh, high rollers, jujitsu. So we, we are the distributor, uh, and essentially the manager of that content and working directly with Andrew to bring in new content. Uh, and we're very proud of all of our partners to be on the platform. We've all worked very hard together to do that. Uh, but I do think there's a little discombobulation when when the initial press releases came out, especially with um, especially with um, the wrestling community. And and I only want to make that distinction because we had a long talk with Pluto about it, uh, and they said we're very happy to have everybody on board. But at the end of the day, Markout Media is our partner, and communications go through Markout Media. Uh, and and we have brought all these companies into the platform, and they just wanted to make that very clear because they do care about their relationships. Um, so some of these companies don't have a direct relationship with Pluto. Their relationship is with Markout Media, and we're representing them to the corporate side over at Pluto and CBS Viacom. No, I'm so glad you mentioned it. I didn't want to make it awkward as, as I was actually confused the first day. And I was like, go IWTV. You know, you right. have your own channel on Pluto called Pro Wrestling. I know Impact's channel used to be called Pro Wrestling. So I was like, and then later I saw with um, with Markout Media that that was a representative. So I had um, I was commenting a little bit on that on Twitter, and that's helpful to get further clarity. So one issue, and um, I know you you probably don't want to get too in the weeds with it, but for example, one issue in terms of IWTV that was coming up recently was with GCW. GCW, um, their owner had been mm -hmm. public about saying that, um, please give us back the tapes, you know, you don't own them. And, you know, there was this dispute coming up publicly. So just sort of broadly, even if not discussing IWTV specifically, what sort of process do you go through to sort of like ensure that if somebody's coming to you as a representative of content, that 
you know, everything is locked up 200%, you know, before it makes the air. Right. Well, I mean, for us, the beauty is that, that if you were, if you were to come into the Markout Media family and we all decide to move forward and work together and push your content to Pluto, um, at the end of the day, it's, it's still not a hundred percent guarantee that Pluto is going to want that content to air. Right. Which is why we're working very closely with them to bring in things that we, we feel strongly about uh, and that we think they will distribute. But it's also not an exclusive agreement, which is the beauty of working with us is you can still distribute your content elsewhere. The only conflicts we would have uh, is if another distributor wanted exclusivity. Right. Um, and unless you're doing uh, a national broadcast on, and you have a TV spot, you know, with somebody like a TNT or an ABC or an ESPN, um, it doesn't really make sense for wrestling promoters to do exclusive distribution. Um, but we are trying to work with the source. You know, um, our relationship with IWTV is great. They have several relationships with companies. Um, so we're able to work with them to get some of that other content. Some of it, uh, we're not able to get from them because their, their partners might not want to release it to us, uh, through them. And that's also fine. Um, but we are, we are pretty loyal with our partners. Um, and we're not going to take material that's four or five hands down the line because it's very convoluted at that point. Um, we want to work directly with the content owners or with the licensing holders, uh, to make sure that that content, uh, is going through the, the the proper channels. You know, everybody we're working with right now, including IWTV, um, that's that's why our first delivery from IWTV was Beyond uh, and Women's Wrestling Revolution, because those are two of the properties that that they have the largest amount of control over. No, that makes a lot of sense. Thank you. So, you know, as um, certainly WWE has grown, they've acquired. Um, you know, so much content that it appears that those that hold U.S. rights, you know, sort of like the biggest libraries of, of the older content, I would say, pre-2001 would be Jarek Parsons, who's sort of um, growing their content on a lot of traditional platforms. And um, it seems like the Savoldis are, are looking to get their content out there again. Without speaking specifically about any one of those partners, it, it, just in case there is any discussion going on, are you sort of reaching out to larger content providers that might hold licenses for a lot of different content? Well, we are, we're, we're definitely open to talk to anybody. Um, you know, I'm, I'm just looking for stuff that I think is special. But if, but if any larger, and we are talking to some larger people as well, um that have a lot of stuff but we're open to to talk to anybody that would like to make make a deal with us and, and pluto tv what Corey was saying how that it's that it's completely non-exclusive is important because it wouldn't change any plans if somebody's has something that they're working on with their footage and, they, and they're shooting for x y or z they could still do a deal with pluto they could still make money and not have to worry on our side anyways of of other deals that they're making if they want to post it on youtube they could post it on youtube and give it to us to put on to put on Pluto, but we're, we're talking to a lot of people and we're open to anybody that wants to shoot us a message and, and make a deal. Yeah. And I, th I think, I think the importance of, of, of the idea of working with other large content holders and rights holders is the fact that in the beginning, you know, I, I don't know how many people were taking us serious. You know, we knew that this deal was going to happen uh, and we had a unique opportunity to bring people into the fold and bring people into the markout media family and distribute through Pluto. Um, you know, but you, you can imagine how many people big timed us uh, at oh, the yeah. time, and, and I can't tell you there there are so many great shows that we would we would love to have 
on Pluto TV that we reached out to and they wouldn't even give us the time of day. Uh, and, and, and yeah. I don't know, you know, look, we might still be open to talking to, to some of those companies, but the ship may have sailed. We might want to give other people opportunities at this time. You know, um, it's, it's a trust factor. And, and I know the wrestling business is, uh, it's a wild business and there's a lot of shady dealings that have happened in the past and that still continue to happen to this day. But the one thing about Jet and I is we're, we're pretty stand up individuals. Um, and we've always done good business, whether it was in film and television in wrestling and live event production. Um, you know, look at the end of the day, all we have is our word. And one right. thing that Jet kept telling me this entire time, because like I said, he still wrestles. Uh, he, he started in the business in Florida and still is in the wrestling business um, as, an, as an athlete and professional today. As he said, listen, brother, like this is great. Uh, this is an amazing opportunity for all of us in this community. But uh, if for some reason this deal doesn't happen, uh, it's going to, it's going to affect my wrestling career as well, you know, because he's going to look like another person in the wrestling business that said that they were going to do something and made promises and didn't. So from day one, we always knew we had to make this happen with Pluto. Um, and several other people tried before us, you know, uh, we just had a great relationship, uh, with some of the people over there. And I think the timing was right. Uh, and we were able to make this happen. So, uh, I, I guess that's one thing that I do want to, want to put out there is, we are stand-up guys. We're out here to do right by professional wrestling. We, we want to help grow the community. Uh, and, it, and it continues to help us grow wrestling projects in the space, the better that this channel does. Um, yeah, we just want to do good business with good people is what we're trying to do. And a lot of people doubted us in the beginning and, and wouldn't give us the time of day. Uh, and yeah. hopefully now they know that we're serious and we just want to do good business. Yep. Great. Um, so I have a couple more questions that relate directly to... Um, your services, and then I'd love to sort of get a, get your sense and your expertise of sort of the industry overall and, and where things are going. So um, my next question relates to international content. Do you feel that, you know, if you can make a deal for Japanese or Mexican or German content that's of good quality, that it can be played with, um, you know, translation on the bottom, or would it need to be, um, you know, recommented on? What would be the best way to go about that? Oh, God, I love that question. You, you, um, so, so uh, full disclosure is we are hoping to move into international distribution uh, through our relationship with Pluto. Pluto, there's a really great opportunity there. Uh, and two markets you hit on specifically, um, is, is Spanish language content. Uh, I don't want to just say Mexican wrestling, although that's where some of the absolute best wrestling that a Spanish language is coming from, but Spanish language and German. Um, so Pluto is worldwide right now. They're, they are not in every country, but they have launched their platform in several other languages. So uh, one thing that we have been talking to um, our contacts about at Pluto is bringing in content that is foreign language. And we 100% can get that content in and play it on our English channel right now. Um, and and I, I'm calling it our channel because I feel like I take a stake of ownership in it. It isn't just our content on that channel, um, right. although we are providing a large amount of the content there. Um, but we do care about it and love it. And um, we can 100% do translation. We can 100% uh, do content with uh, English voiceover, uh, but even bigger is the opportunity to get it in the English market and then continue to distribute it in territories uh, that speak that language. So for example, if we were to bring in uh, content from Mexico, we can play that on the pro wrestling channel now currently, 
We could also play that on the Spanish channel that is on the, the uh, English speaking uh, version of the platform. And then we could also launch that in Spanish territories. So working with Markout Media and Pluto TV creates several different revenue streams for our partners because it's not one platform. It's actually several platforms in one, right? Right. So 40 million viewers on the English speaking side of things in the US and Canada. Then we can launch that same content in the UK, Australia, New Zealand, and other English speaking territories. Um, and it's and it's really just based on performance. So right now we are in talks with Spanish language content launching through Pluto, uh, as well as hopefully launching to the UK and Australia through other English speaking channels, which for our current and existing partners, those are, that's like, that creates three different revenue streams just through us and, and our partnership at Pluto. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, de we're definitely talking to some overseas, comp, uh, you know, partners and we're excited about that potential. Great. Um, so, uh, you know, without being too nosy, obviously things are going well, but are there any comparison metrics, any uh, little breadcrumbs you could give us uh, to let us know how well things are going so far on Pluto Pro Wrestling Channel? Uh, man, I, yeah, I, I don't want, you know, that that is not that I don't want to say things <laughs> because I can, but I also they're such a large company that they like to keep uh, uh, under wraps some of that PR. But what I will say is we have some indicators um, that the pro wrestling channel as a whole was outperforming several uh, of the sports channels on the network for this last few weeks, um, yeah. <clears throat> which is amazing news for, for everyone involved. Uh, and I will say that um, I was told that the day of the launch, uh, the Twitter response was so overwhelming that uh, internally uh, a lot of the marketing department was very excited about that. And I said, well, listen, I didn't know this when I first got involved uh, until Jet further educated me because I'm an Instagram guy myself. But he said the pro wrestling business lives on Twitter. Uh, and they were like, well, that's very apparent. We had over 89 retweets of our post uh, by wrestling fans in the community inside the first hour that Pluto made the announcement on Twitter. Uh, and everybody was very, very excited about that. Yeah, the, the response the response from the fans has been really, really. And that's all I wanted to do was give something special to the to the wrestling audience that wasn't behind some paywall, man. So I'm really, really happy from the response from the audience. I'm happy that people are digging it. Fair enough. Um, I actually had downloaded Pluto a little bit before the channel launched, so it, it worked out really well. Nice. Um, so now I'd like to learn a little bit, you know, based on sort of you being so close to the industry and, and it being your business, sort of where do you think FASTS and OTT is going? Do you think it will continue to migrate to bigger companies, bigger corporations, or will there be niche standalones? Kind of get a sense of, of where you see things going. Well, I think, uh, yeah, go ahead, well, Jet. Well, you know, I think uh, wrestling business is always a little bit behind the eight ball when it comes to everything, entertainment, technology. You know, when a new camera comes out five years later, a wrestling show starts filming on the camera. So it mirrors what's happening in entertainment always. And it's funny to me because that's been the case for the last 100 years when, for instance, uh, when pay-per-view came in and, and took out, uh, you know, closed circuit, people didn't see it coming, but they had already been doing pay-per-view for other, other avenues. Um, if you look at where VOD is going, everything was on Netflix. Now everyone has their own VOD. Uh, so I think it's going to become something like that, where you have to kind of, uh, fight for that niche market, you know, aim small, miss small. Um, so that's one of the reasons why I wanted a, a wide net, a wide a variety of stuff on Pluto 
to catch as many people that might dig. You know, somebody that doesn't like Broken Skull Ranch might really love Defy. Somebody that really isn't into Beyond might really love classic old wrestling with a 50-year-old Dusty Rhodes hitting, you know, uh, Funk Jr. in the head with a cowbell. You don't know. Right. Um, right. But I think the future, I think the future of the business is going to be in, in streaming, in platforms. Um, well, and I think it's a mix, right, Jet? It's right. totally a mix of, you know, the OTT and the fast uh, platforms, it, it's a mix of being niche as well as uh, having larger companies uh, create their own, you know, right. I, that's, that's what we're seeing with Pluto. Uh, you know, it is, it is a larger parent company and they're willing to bring this content into their platform. Um, but you're still gonna, I think there's still a time and a place, you know, for, for what everybody's doing on the OTT platforms, like Defy has their network, uh, IWTV has their network and all these guys are, they're in the wrestling business. It's very niche, but they're supporting each other through their platforms to create additional revenue for each other. And I don't think that's going to go out of style. Um, I think that they're still going to have hardcore fans um, that are subscribing to those platforms. But I do think that the adaptation by companies such as Pluto TV um, is helpful because what, what they're doing is they're not, they're not crushing the niche audience, right? They're not, they're not taking money out of the pockets of these companies that have the OTT platforms. What they're doing is adding an additional revenue stream and bringing new eyes to it. Because right. right now that wasn't 40 million wrestling fans on Pluto TV. That was just 40 million people who were watching Pluto TV. So, so what, what they were able to do is, is bring some of the wrestling audience onto their platform while introducing 40 million more eyes to what these companies were already creating. So I do, I do think that, uh, I do think that larger companies um, are going to start to take a foothold in these niche markets and bring them into their platform because they have a pre-existing viewership and they want to bring fresh content to those viewers that they maybe have not seen. Um, but I don't think that the niche platforms are going to go away either. Uh, I do think that there's like somewhat of a symbiotic relationship to that. Yeah. And, and, and you're seeing that like, for instance, I guess I just, what, what progressive has their stuff on the WWE network, right guys, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yes. Right. So like you're, you're, that's what Corey just mentioned was correct. A bigger company using some of those niche markets. And, and so I think it's going to be good for everybody. And ultimately, it's, it's up to the promotion to put out a product that that hits a wider audience. Um, you know, booking somebody because a, a big indie name likes the guy who could do a bunch of flips isn't necessarily going to make you more money. You know, um, one advice I would like to give to, to a lot of indie promotions is don't let the locker room book your show. The locker room is going to book stuff that they think is awesome. But what they think is awesome isn't necessarily what an audience thinks is awesome. You know, me and Corey are film nerds. And yeah, we love Kurosawa films, but sometimes an Avenger movie will make more money. You know what I mean? Um, so I, I would tell I would tell indie promotions to worry about um, production, make sure it's a nice, clean production, and book the show for an audience. Don't let the locker room book a guy just because he could do a six thirty. <laughs> right, right. But can I can I ask Jed a question then? This is a really good question for you. Is is but would you say there's also a balance of that? Right? Is is book the show for the audience? But every once in a while, you're going to have to sprinkle in some of the locker room bookings as well, right? Just to mix it up. Yeah, hundred percent. You could, you could, you could book, you could book somebody that that one of the boys like. You could book somebody that's that's a, that's a, has a niche style, like some deathmatch guy or some you know guy that does all the acrobatics. As long as the entire show isn't only that, right? you don't want only spot monkeys. You don't want only old school traditional wrestling. You don't want only hardcore wrestling. 
I think the 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 ones people are gonna move forward are the ones that can balance everything. You can't just say only old school, or you can't just say only new school and high spots. You have to be able to say mix, do a little bit of everything. Early WCW had Hulk Hogan walk around doing big boots, and they had Dean Malenko and Rey Mysterio in the cruiserweight division, you know, doing some fantastic stuff. So you got to do both. People that say one or the other, they don't get how art works. So it's got to be, it's got to be, you know, a little bit of everything. No, right. Um, so, you know, I, uh, I'm old school in that when I used to get the old TV guy, not the official one, but whatever came with the local newspaper, I would grab it and I'd start looking through like late nights. Is there any wrestling on? I don't want to miss that. So that's something that I still follow. I still have ties to like wanting, wanting to see traditional TV and, and pro wrestling. So yeah, I'm not sure if you're familiar with it, but with ATSC 3.0 rolling out soon, meaning that uh, there's going to be more bandwidth um, for um if somebody owns an ABC station, of course, they might now be able to produce eight or 12 digital networks, whereas now they can have three or four. So as this continues to roll out and low power television stations kind of become on even playing field with full power stations, do you foresee one day there being an opportunity for a digital 24-7 national pro wrestling channel? Jet? Um. Yeah, I th- I think technology is gonna gonna open open everything up. When ESPN or 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 like when we first started seeing twenty four hour news stations or twenty four hour sports stations, that proved that that worked. If there's a market, you know they'll figure out a way and get things done. I feel, I feel like we'll eventually uh, get there. Yeah, and, and and I think I think to what Jet was saying earlier, even is is wrestling be, being behind the ball as a whole. Um, you know, because everybody isn't a billion dollar company like the WWE, um, you know, smaller promotions tend to be behind the ball. And I think something like a 24 seven national, uh, nationwide, um, pro wrestling channel is possible, but it has, the adaptation has to happen sooner than later. Right. Um, I, I, I'm with Jet. I do foresee that happening in the future. There is the, the real possibility of that, but I think wrestling as a whole, would have to jump on the ball sooner than later. And and other thing is you would need companies willing to do business, you know, people right. have beefs. Uh, this guy doesn't want to see that guy succeed and screw their promotion. Our promotions, this or that, you know, yeah. like th- there's more than enough room for everybody. And that's the truth, you know, and, and you have to be willing to work together and do business. If you want to grow together, you know, shutting people out isn't actually the way to move forward. Right. That that's one that's one of the interesting hurdles when it comes to doing business with wrestling promotion. Corey coming more from uh, mainstream entertainment and me kind of having a, a a leg in both in a way is that it's difficult to to weed through all the carny stuff, man. It's so hard to deal with this person's got heat with the other guy, this person's screwing over this guy. I gotta be careful with this promotion because if I air this match, this person's gonna get pissy. And that scares off money, people. That scares off big, big companies. If um if promoters and stuff are are you know put their thinking hat on and put some of those old business practices aside, they would uh, do much better business. <laughs> no, that, you know, that, that sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the reasons why, why, why Pluto were, was able to, we're interested in dealing with us because we don't, you know, we're, we're strictly business. We don't kind of, we don't play the carny game or the drama game or anything like that. We're, you know, like Corey said, we're just trying to be stand up guys. Great. So let me at this point, hand it back to John. I'm just curious, like, let's say, you know, Memphis for all those years, they didn't know who owned the tapes. Is it Lawler? Is it Jared? Is it Corey Macklin? 
in that case, let's say you just have a company like that. How do you kind of vet it and figure out, or you, or is that just something you would avoid it? Like, uh, even if it's great classic footage, we, 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 we try, we try, we would try to find out who's the owner and see what's going on. Um, a lot of that classic stuff Viacom already owned, like Corey was mentioning, um, that already kind of legally bought that older stuff out, but we do our best to find out the chain, you know, the chain of ownership. And if we can't verify who owns the footage, then we, you know we we can't use it. I'm just always curious to that too, because it's like one of those things. Like, man, I wish more of that footage. Some of it's out there, but it's kind of yeah. scattered, and it's all in like all these different places. It would be great if there was, you know, like one hub for it. You know, one place where people can go and get it, right? Or or have like the whole season, or or not just like, oh, we only have three episodes of this year, you know, or yeah. three weeks in a row. One hundred percent agree. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. Yeah, there, there's guys that own chunks of stuff, but it's, especially that old Texas stuff in Memphis and those old territory days, that stuff is scattered around. Whatever WWE doesn't own, the rest is kind of scattered all over the place, which is why Pluto wants to work with with you know company like Markov Media because we could do our best to try to track that down. Yeah, and it takes it takes the burden off their sh- shoulders. You know, that's the thing. I mean, one of, one of the examples of that is when I was competing as a professional athlete. Um, unfortunately, it never came to fruition. But we were in talks, myself and an athletic partner of mine, for a deal with Rockstar Energy Drinks. Um, but what their athlete manager didn't want to do, he already managed twenty athletes. He wanted to bring more athletes into the fold, but he didn't want to have to personally manage more of that. So what he did is he hired a buddy of mine, BC Vaught. Um, who was the former drummer of Head PE and uh, motorsports guy himself. And uh, BC managed these relationships with six other athletes. So they were all rock star energy drink athletes on the roster, on the website, on the payroll. Um, but Rockstar handed off those relationships to a separate manager. And that's kind of what our position is with Pluto is they do want more content, but they don't want to have to manage all those relationships. They want to be able to focus on uh, a few relationships and do that really well. Uh, so they can focus on the relationship with us and, and the relationship with the content they already own and maybe one other partner that they're working with um, to bring in content uh, on these channels. Uh, but then they can allow a company like Markout Media to do all the forensics and do the digging and do the dirty work and make sure everything is legally on the up and up and sound before we bring that to them. Um, and that's something that, you know, hopefully uh, as our company grows and our relationships grow within the community, we, we will be able to really deep dive into the forensics of some of that older content uh, and bring that stuff into the fold. Who do you see as like a big competitor? Because Roku came out of nowhere. Now they're putting, you know, New Japan on there. Is or is there a competitor really, or or not in that sense? With uh, with Pluto, with in my opinion, and maybe uh, I'll, I'll let Corey answer after me if he wants. But in my opinion, there's no there's no competition with us because go put it on Roku. We're not exclusive. If if Roku, if whoever else is forcing a, a promotion to be exclusive and that's on them, but we don't care. You could, sh- you could share it or make deals with every streaming service on the world. We'll still take your stuff. Um, True. Yeah, yeah. And I think, I mean, I think from a competitive basis, uh, I think as soon as Pluto sold and the partnership grew to be, to being a Viacom CBS, CBS Viacom deal, uh, I think it's hard to compete with the ad sales that a company like that, is able to bring in, you know, right. I, I, that's, I mean, this is one of the largest broadcast companies in the world that we're talking about that now owns Pluto TV. Um, I think being able to stream on something like Roku is amazing, 
But if, if we're being honest on the size of that company and their history with ad sales in broadcast and the history of the parent company, Pluto TV, and their ad sales on broadcast, I think fi financially, um, it's going to be hard to compete with Pluto TV. Uh, yeah. I, I don't think it's bad to be on any of these other streaming platforms. Um, yeah, but we're, I, I'm not worried. I, I'm yeah. not worried at all. Yeah, that, that, well, I, I agree with Corey because honestly, um, our platform, on top of being non-exclusive, would be more more lucrative than than I think any other streaming service that's providing wrestling right now. Yeah, this is this is as close as you can get to traditional television and ad sales as it as it is. You know what I mean? Like the only like being on ABC would be the only thing better than being on Pluto TV at this point. You know, they're 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 free streaming television that's ad supported by selling ad space almost in the exact same model as traditional television. So the opportunity for uh, uh, increased revenue for our partners um, is way better than, I mean, it, it's be it is better than the OTT platforms that are out there right now. Um, and I just don't see Roku being able to compete with those type of ad sales. I'm not yeah. saying they're a small company at all, um, but I'm not, I'm not worried about the growth in that space. You know, competition drives the market. Um, and Pluto TV, I, I think they have a really good share of the market. Yeah, and also with with what we're doing, how we're handpicking uh, stuff to find the best stuff. Yeah, maybe one show will be exclusive on high spots or something like that, but you're never going to see uh, the wild variety of things that are going into. I mean, I wish like there's things I could tell you that's going in there that I can't, but it's going to keep getting crazier and crazier. The, and for it to be free, man, people are going to get the craziest collection of professional wrestling ever without a paywall. It's nuts. As far as kind of, you know, Pluto and stuff, there was a report online, and, and me and Lavi talked about it a couple weeks ago. They were saying it, it, in, a, in a little while might be as big as Fox or, or some of these national, you know, huge monsters. Do you see that at all? I mean, or is that just one like, like a crazy report that was just kind of thrown out there? I think it'll 100% get to that point. If you look at Pluto's growth, when we first started making this deal, Pluto had 5 million active viewers. Now they're at 40. Then they got, then CBS, then the Viacom. It's just going to keep going up and up and up. And if you look at the content that they have in every one of their channels, it's, you know, it's mind boggling. They made it, they made a, a big multi-million dollar deal to get all the James Bond movies, for instance. Um, uh, so if you take their, their trajectory of the last five years and just, keep moving it forward at the same pace you're going to be looking at those kind of changes coming up 100 I, I i agree with jet on that and and you're right five million two years ago to 40 million now um these guys are you know these guys are headed to the moon that's that's for sure they've already established themselves as one of the top dogs in the industry and uh yeah i definitely don't see any slow like any slowing down i've seen nothing but growth and that's right. and as amazing as that is that's you know, it makes, it makes doing business difficult. Things are flying, you know, you want to move fast, but uh, things are moving so fast that uh, you got to keep up or you're going to be left behind. Is there like a library out there, something where, you know, like continental for instance, for the fullers, it's like hard to get to, or people maybe can't find or is lost. Is there anything out there where you guys are like, Oh, we, we can get it or we can acquire this. We can kind of do what some other people haven't been able to do. Is there any of that going on kind of behind the scenes? Yes, yeah, with, with with some stuff, yeah, there's stuff that nobody were was able to get that we were able to get, um, and and to, and to your point, there's stuff that we tried really hard to get that couldn't get.
you know, just the, the, the up render was too low. Uh, you know, for instance, for uh, wrestling society X that was originally produced by MTV there, how they shot it and how they produced it was, was just, we just weren't able to make the technology work for us at the moment. Maybe somebody else can or whatever, but well, there, there's instances that where we can't, but there's also a lot of, op a lot of times where we were the only people to, uh, to get, those shows and partly that's because of our relationships with promoters and, and wrestling directly you know what i mean like i like i said i've 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 taken you know i've i've been injured <laughs> severely injured in, in certain rings by some of our partners so we have kind of a a loyalty and a and a, and a and a working relationship that goes just beyond business as you know professional wrestling is m more about money and also about like you know honor and and going to war and you know being on the battlefield with the boys um, so there are, there are instances where, uh, there's stuff that, that only we were able to get and there's, there's, uh, there's occasions where we couldn't, but Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, but still moving forward. Yeah. And I think yeah. the benefit, I think, I think what is going to help us continue to acquire that hard to get content moving forward is the number of eyes that are on the platform. You know, how many, how many other platforms can guarantee 40 million monthly viewership? You know, um, that's, uh. It's a lot of eyes for not being network television. Uh, and I think that is very helpful when it comes to us acquiring content from some of these, um, some of these promoters that have things that are very hard to get. You know, I just think that, that some of it's hard to get because it's hard to get. Some of it's hard to get because the right opportunity hasn't arisen. Uh, and we're just hoping that the viewership base of Pluto TV and our relationships will, will help us get that content and be able to put it out there so people can enjoy it again. Right, right. And, you know, and we're in a position where we could help promotions make money. You know, a lot of promotions, when we first started making this deal, a lot of promotions tried to go directly to Pluto. And Pluto didn't want to talk to them. They're, they're only working through Markout Media because Pluto does not want to have to deal with that. Um, and we're in a position where we could bring money into promotions that maybe are hurting or that maybe uh, have an opportunity to get to the next level. 2020 was hard on, on a lot of wrestling promotions and on a lot of everybody. So being in a position where we could provide uh, support, financial support to a bunch of promotions and help the boys and help the promoters and also provide something for the fans and not have to charge them for it, right? Not having that paywall, I think, is a very, very special in the world of pro wrestling. Now, Lavi, do you have anything else for the guys? No, I think this was great. Um, I know that uh, I really enjoyed listening to it, um, and I know that our audience will as well. But um, just to reinforce, any promoters, anyone that wants to do business with you, is the best place to go to your website? Yes, our website is uh, markoutmediainc.com. It's super simple, one page, and all, all it is is a form. So we have a media contact and a form. We want to keep it simple. Um, you know, we're not trying to razzle dazzle people and we don't need all the bells and whistles uh we just like to get stuff done so um, you can fill out uh the form on our website <clears throat> it's a base level of questions to, uh just trying to find out more information about your promotion how many hours of content you have and uh get a few sample e episodes so we can do our own internal quality control before we pitch to pluto um yeah, that's the best way to reach out to us is uh, directly through the website. Um, and uh, we do have another delivery of content coming up at the end of March to Pluto. So anybody that's interested in starting a conversation, um, if you are able to get a hold of us uh, soon, uh, there may be an opportunity to be included in that pitch uh, for the end of March. Yep, yep. And uh, so I uh, just wanted to add one thing to that. And it's, so, so it's markoutmediainc.com, right, Corey? 
Yes, markoutmediainc.com. Yep, yep. And uh, also, I just want to say that um, me and Corey have a have a, a fantastic wrestling promotion called Rogue Wrestling that will be uh, in the future popping up on Pluto TV as well. Um, you know, we were able to have a lot of badass matches with guys before they made big money deals. So we got you know from everything from John Morrison, Luchasaurus, Jeff Cobb, you know, Karrion Cross, Totsy Blackheart, Priscilla Kelly, some badass matches. That's kind of exclusive and some stuff that no one's ever seen before that we're going to uh, eventually have on Pluto uh, with our Rogue Wrestling brand. Yeah, that's a great, great point. We, I guess we can leave with that, right, is, is we definitely do have some original content as well um, that, that comes straight out of our production companies. But uh, we are also in talks with Melissa Santos uh, to do a video podcast on the platform. Um, we've been talking to her about that for a very long time and we're hoping to get that underway this year. So we're trying to create other opportunities for people in the business as well. Uh, and that's the benefit of us having our own production company is if there's programs that people in the business are looking to get off the ground and they think that, uh, Pluto TV is a good platform. Uh, we also might be the production company that can help them get that done, um, and continue to bring funds into the industry so people can grow and prosper. Yep. Nice. Great stuff. Thank you guys uh, so much for all time. Really looking forward to the, the growth. It just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Obviously, Pluto keeps getting bigger and bigger, but Mark Out Media as well. Great stuff. Uh, thank you guys uh, so much. Before uh, we wrap it up and go, Lavi, please uh, quickly give your uh, social media plugs. Sure. Uh, the best place to find me is on Twitter, as uh, everyone has mentioned. So Lavi Marg, L-A-V-I-E-M-A-R-G. Uh, you can check out my long-form pro wrestling industry analysis on my website, lioncubjobsearch.com, and check out my career books on Amazon, um, any Amazon platform. And, of course, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Two Man Power Trip, and check out my website, tmptempire.com. Thank you to Corey. Thank you to Jet and Lavi. Thank you as well. Thank you to everyone out there for listening to this week's Business of the Business podcast. We will see you next week, folks. This has been a John Paz Power Trip production in conjunction with the Two Man Power Trip of Wrestling. You could follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Two Man Power Trip. You could check us out on Facebook. You could subscribe on YouTube. You can go to patreon.com slash TMPT Empire to become a patron. And also check out the website tmptempire.com and buy a shirt at prowrestlingtees.com. Two Man Power Trip, where the power lies brother.